Hi, listeners. I'm Irene Barton, Executive Director of the Cobb Collaborative, and I welcome you to Mind Your Mind Speaks. This is a podcast series that brings together subject matter experts, community leaders, and local stakeholders to raise awareness, share resources, and inspire action through recorded conversations about the Cobb Collaborative's focus areas. Today, we are delighted to welcome Tamika Mitchell to our program. Tamika is a motivator, entrepreneur, author, slayer of imposter syndrome, and we're going to have to come back and talk about that, and most importantly, a mother. Her love of storytelling and dedication to children's literacy inspired her to build a legacy of writing books that encourage children to be fearless and believe in themselves. As a fierce advocate of mothers herself, she wants them to live their best lives and pursue their dreams. Her focus is to produce content that is a tribute to people of color with vibrant, simple messages that encourage family and community conversations. Tamika, thank you so much for joining us on the show. So many great things that I want to talk about with you. But let's start with your role as a children's author. And I love the background story about your book, My Super Mom and Her Sidekick Crew. So can you share a little bit about that with our listeners? Absolutely. And thank you so much, Irene, for having me. It's a pleasure. And so, yes, I am an author. This is the first book I published called My Super Mom and Her Sidekick Crew. It's an amazing story of a young girl with a huge imagination thinking that her mom is a superhero. But most times it's just moms being moms. And a team of sidekicks helping her out. It's about imagination, creativity, empowerment, and believing in yourself. Oh, I love that. And so the sidekick crew is that other family members, friends, neighborhood friends, people from their faith community? Absolutely. So specifically in this book, it's the family that surrounds the young girl. But as I host different readings, I share the importance of of everyone's family may look different than what's in the book. But as long as everyone does their part, believes in themselves, definitely a team effort. That is great. Well, tell me about being a first-time author. Was that difficult to get your book published? Did you have to deal with rejection, or were you one of the lucky ones to just sail right through? Oh, Irene, uh, that's a great question. This has definitely been a purpose-driven project. I've always had an, a love for art and storytelling, um, even as a child. And so, you know, I, I wrote often and, you know, I, I grew up to write some things here and there. But it wasn't until 2019 um, where I was, um, you know, working on different projects. But, hey, I was like, what is the next leg of my career going to look like? Um, graduated from college at Georgia State University, had a fruitful career um, with a financial institution and still there. But I said, what's the next leg of my life going to look like? And, you know, after I did a little bit of soul searching going into 2022, uh, excuse me, 2020, many of us had time to reflect. But that's when I really put pen to paper Mm -hmm. and I honed in on that skill. And by that time, um, I was a, a wife a mother of a four-year-old, um, later on that year, 
expecting. Um, so, you know, again, lots of life events. And so uh, when I share this story, I tell everyone it started out with me writing it down. I did uh, a vision board in crayon because that was the only thing close to me. Um, <laughs> but I jotted down some important things that I wanted to do. And one of them was the children's book. Um, as I wrote things down, again, my first time ever doing this, I realized that I'm going to need some help. So I leaned in on a writing coach that helped me throughout the process to not only understand the art of the different pieces of creating a book, but the business side of having that published independently. Wow. Um, I, man, so many great things to pick up on. So even adults should use vision boards to get down their their goals and ideas. And I love that you leaned on a subject matter expert, someone, a writing coach, not only for the literacy angle of it, but also the business. Um, well, you mentioned it's your first book. So I'm going to assume that that means there's more in the making. Yes, there is. I've gotten bitten by the writing bug and I'm, <laughs> I'm so energized and exciting, excited about it. So yes, um, we have our second book uh, with the editor right now because each year I plan on a sharing with readers the extended relationship with the young girl and the sidekick crew. So the next phase coming out later this year is going to be the relationship between father and daughter and some of the amazing journeys that they have together and their own superpowers being built. Oh, I just love that. Um, well, we're definitely going to look forward to reading the, the next edition um, in her journey. You mentioned a couple of things to me as you were describing the book. One is, I, and I love the way you phrased it, um, to the main character, the young girl, her mom is a super mom or a superhero, but that's just mom being mom. And I think all, um, shall I be, risk being... Um, <laughs> I guess, uh, biased and say moms typically are super moms, but there's super dads out there as well. But, yeah. um, you know, that moms often take on the, the burden of, um, you know, being that rock for the family, right? But what are yeah. some other lessons that the book imparts to readers? I love that you talked about using your creativity and imagination. I feel like that might sadly be a ebbing talent in um, our younger generation who just have so much pre-made um, pre content really coming at them, right? I, I definitely agree with you. And so when I first started writing, you know, the, the main idea was like, I want to write something for moms to know that they're not alone and they needed to be supported. But mm -hmm. then I wanted the child to know or the, the, the young reader to say, hey, you can be a part of this process too. So, Irene, the, uh, the other lessons that are shared uh, creatively woven throughout the story is each of us have our own unique gifts. And so the young girl, although observing some of the sidekicks and the mom, realizes that she has a gift that's within as well. And wow. so the importance of teamwork is another essential component, especially in a family unit. Although everyone's family is different and they have a different role to play, it, we have to rally together. And we have to be able to communicate when things are great, when things are indifferent, or when things are a little bit tough. And that's something else that I wanted to portray visually and throughout the words. Um, another is just, again, you touched on this, Irene, is imagination, but most importantly, believing in yourself. Mm 
Um, I learned so much about my own insecurities as a mom, as a person going through this writer's journey. And, and on the other side of that, I realize now that we all have things that we may not get right all the time, but that's okay. That's a part of the journey and growth is I tell my son, growth is not just when you're in kindergarten, buddy. It's as you get older, these are things that you have to practice and work on for the rest of your life. That is so true. And, you know, a big pillar of our mental health awareness campaign is about building resiliency. And that's bouncing back from when things don't go the way that you wanted them to. And maybe that was because of something that you did or did not do or circumstances beyond your control. But those small, tolerable doses of stress actually help to build our resiliency so that we know we can get through things in the future, right? Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, I, I love the, the different themes and also the fact that you pick up on that everybody has a, a different talent or gift that they bring to the entire whole. And so, you know, if you think about, say, a football team, not everybody can be the star quarterback, right? You need people who can <laughs> right. catch a ball, who can hunker down with their center of gravity and plow through for yardage. And so everybody has their their gift or their talent. And the, the trick is, uh, and usually this falls to moms or the primary caregiver to kind of coordinate or orchestrate all of those gifts to move our family, our team, our groups, whatever forward. So, well, to me, yes. oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Please go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to hone in something that you mentioned as well. I mean, going back to mom, again, being probably the, the head coach or the quarterback of the, the family unit. Um, it's, I, I share also with, with mom saying that um, we all have to take time to pause and reflect. And when we do ask for help, it, even though it may not look exactly how we would do it, <laughs> and letting the other teammates know and even giving them guidance could take off a bit of pressure and stress for ourselves as well. Yeah, that is so true. Whether it's something as small as stacking the dishwasher, perhaps not quite the way we wanted it to be, <laughs> or, you know, planting spring flowers or something like that, right? And bigger things. Yes. Uh, that's so funny. And, um, and so true too, right? Um, well, Tamika, I first had the pleasure of meeting you at one of our ribbon cuttings for a little free library that we did in the south part of Cobb and then got to see you again a few weeks later after the holidays at another one. So first of all, I want to thank you for joining us at those that have been so much fun, but increasing access to high quality books um, is something that's obviously important to you is that because you are an author or is that a passion that you've always had? That's a great question. And you and your team have done a phenomenal job in reference to spreading the word and creating excitement. And so uh, how I felt that it would be a great partnership and even attending it was I want to empower a generation of confident readers. Mm. And by creating content that serves as a conversation starter, where even if your community doesn't look exactly like what's in something I create or someone else's, it opens your mind to the world outside of your very own. And I want it to be fun. I grew up in the era of reading Rainbow. <laughs> and so 
I was able to see these different adventures and I would get excited about it. And so now with my younger children and experiencing the world through their eyes, I want them to have that same excitement and energy. And so my even last night during homework, my uh, son had an assignment and I said, well, this is kind of like a, cre- a comic book that you're creating. So he loves to draw and illustrate, which is phenomenal. But I said, hey, let's hone in on those writing skills because the illustrations and the words, they have to be together to make a great end result. So, you know, it's it's been a remarkable journey. I love the work. I love reading to local schools, library events um, in the area, and people are just getting excited, which has been great. Absolutely. So people could contact you to come out for a a reading or something like that if they wanted to? Absolutely. Um, They can go to the central hub, which is maternitymotivation.com, and it has all of the information about the book as well as how to contact me directly. But in the event you're not on your phone right now and, and in front of your computer, feel free to send me an email at maternitymotivation.uyou at gmail.com. I'd love to come out to community events, schools, libraries, and share. Oh, excellent. Well, we'll drop that in the show notes, Tamika, so that if people um, are not holding their phone at that moment, (laughs) they can go back and look. Thank you so much for being so open about that. You know, as I was reading your uh, your short biography, you have several uh, character characterizations or ways to define yourself in there. Um, entrepreneur, and then this one, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to talk about entrepreneur, but before we get to that, I'd like to talk about slayer of imposter syndrome. Can you elaborate Ooh. on that for me and for our listeners? Yes. Yes, Irene, that has definitely been something that I hold true to my heart, and it's only through my own personal experiences, and because honestly, my goal is to make sure not only myself but others are practiced living an authentic and joyful life, and the way that we're able to do that are even some of the roadblocks are some of the imposter syndromes of putting on a facade or making sure everything's picture perfect and dotting I's and crossing T's. And that has been a part of my journey of saying, like, I have to have it a certain way. But honestly, my authentic self was getting hidden further and further down while I was creating this facade. And so, again, through everyday work, understanding, giving myself self-grace, Um, I like to make sure when I'm communicating with others that being a slayer of imposter syndrome doesn't mean I have all the answers. It means that I'm making a conscious effort every single day to live the most authentic and joyful life possible for me. And it may look different for someone else, but if there is a nugget that I can share to let you know that you are important, you are kind, you are brilliant, you're strategic, and you can do amazing things, that is what warms my heart each and every day. Wow, that's such powerful um, words and phrases and, and thoughts to really uh, reflect on. And I know I'll be reflecting on that for um, for some time after our conversation today. And I hope our listeners do as well. 
I'm also reminded of when I was first introduced to mindful self-compassion a couple of years ago. Like I really didn't know what it meant to be honest. You know, I thought it was maybe burning a candle and, um, you know, <laughs> repeating some mantra, but it's about as being mm -hmm. kind to yourself as you would, as you are to other people when they might be um, selling themselves short or feeling like they're not quite making the mark or, you know, whether it is in personal relationships or professional worlds or volunteer worlds and things like that. So, but I really like the way you phrased it about living your most authentic life or being your most authentic self during each and every day. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. Well, um, what other initiatives uh, are you involved in, Tamika? You mentioned that you work. I don't know when you do that, <laughs> but also, um, you know, that you're an entrepreneur and, and of course you're a parent yourself, which is that's full-time job. That's 24 seven all the time. Yes. Oh my goodness. People ask me, how do you have all of the energy and to do, you know, I, you know, I just take it one step at a time. Time management is essential, but that's a great question. Um, in the, as we're creating amazing content, we're in the midst of curriculum development, partnering my super mom and her sidekick crew. So that way we could leverage this for some upcoming um, summer reading programs. Um, it's, we have a few that are booked locally and some that are out of state. Um, I'm also continuing the journey of spreading the word for our confident rock star readers at local library events as well as schools. So uh, again, please reach out if you'd like for me to come. Um, uh, and within the next two weekends, I'll be traveling for Barnes & Noble author signings. And so this has been a great opportunity to continue to share um, more within the retail space of Barnes & Noble, and they have actually been phenomenal. Um, and there's two more books that I, I'm, I'm writing and getting the manuscripts ready. So readers, I'm ready to get you excited. We're going to have some fun with amazing um, images and I'm ready to share. Wow, that is so great. And I love that you said that about Barnes & Noble. I feel like um, bookstores might be making a little bit of a comeback, um, a physical bookstore, and it is a Barnes & Noble. It's gonna be opening near me um, within the next few yeah. months, I think, in, in Cobb County. And um, well, for listeners who know me, I am old. I like to hold books when I read them. And we know how important that is for our young readers. So part of developing confident readers is seeing words on paper, not necessarily only on a screen, correct? Absolutely. And Irene is fabulous. Listen, we're not going to go into the old. You are uh, one of the generations that, like myself, <laughs> There are um, that love to have that physical book in their hand. Now, again, you mentioned we have ebooks, but there's something that connects the reader when they have that physical book in their hand. Absolutely. Well, that is so exciting, all that you have going on. And um, so you've got one book at the editor um, right now, and then two in manuscript phase. So my goodness. And do you do the, uh, your own illustrations or do you work with an illustrator? I work with an illustrator. So friends, know your limits. I, I know my limits, my <laughs> six pictures or ideas. I phoned a friend. And so reaching out to the um, Barbara who actually helped me with the first book and also exploring some other amazing illustrators out there so that mm -hmm. we can collaborate are some things that I'm reviewing currently. 
well, back to the know your gifts and work on those and then collaborate with people who have different gifts, right? So, um, well, that is Indeed. wonderful. <laughs> well, uh, Tamika, as our time draws to a close, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you would like to share? Oh, goodness. Yes, I want to leave you with the top three things that will help you and the people around you, which have definitely helped me. The number one thing I would say is trust your big ideas. You have amazing gifts, and as you write down your plans and create a vision for it, trust those big ideas. Second, create the plan and a team of support that's going to help you achieve it. I understand my understood my limits, and I phoned a friend from an illustrator perspective and, and other components, but um, create the plan and trust your team of support. The last thing I would say is that it's so important that you give yourself grace and understand that being able to pivot or, you know, roadblocks that come your way is a natural part of that growth progression. So stay motivated, stay encouraged, but most importantly, it's time for you to go be dynamic. Wow. Uh, you know what, Tamika, I think that we have managed to hit on all three of the Cobb Collaborative's focus areas. Definitely reading proficiency, because we know strong readers turn into successful students who graduate and can live a life of self-determination. Um, also, our mental health initiative, um, for all the reasons we talked about, building resilience, being compassionate to yourself as well as others, and then civic engagement, because we've been, you and I have been out in the community, um, meeting with yeah. families, meeting with other caregivers, um, meeting with early education teachers, um, and, you know, imparting to them your love of reading and the opportunity that increased access to books um, can can bring to a community. So, my goodness, our work here is done. We've hit it all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, Tamika Mitchell, motivator, entrepreneur, author, slayer of imposter syndrome, and mo most importantly, a loving mom. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you very much. And listeners, thank you for tuning in today. And to be sure that you don't miss any future episodes, please subscribe to our Mind Your Mind podcast. Also, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Please tune in next time as we continue to empower and engage our community through conversations about critical issues that Cobb County is dealing with. Until next time, stay well. And remember, there is no health without mental health.